Chapter 15. Fasting FAQs. You probably still have a few questions about how fasting works. Here are the answers to some of the most common questions. Did Jesus discourage fasting? Fasting seems to have been a common practice for first century Jews, but Jesus and his disciples didn't fast as often during the gospel accounts. It became a point of confusion and contention. Then they said to him, Why did the disciples of John fast often and make prayers, and likewise those of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink? Luke 5.33 Jesus replied, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? Verse 34 Some interpret that response to mean that fasting no longer holds much use for Christians. Jesus, the bridegroom, has arrived and has promised that he and the Father will make their home with those who love him and keep his word. John 14.23 If the bridegroom is still with us in a spiritual sense, is fasting something to avoid? But Jesus continued, But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. Luke 5.35 While they were physically with the Son of God, there was no need for the disciples to fast to draw closer to God, or even to mourn the previous destructions of the temple. They were, after all, in the presence of one greater than the temple. Matthew 12, verse 6. But after Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension to heaven, the disciples did fast. See Acts 14.23. Jesus was simply explaining that, for a brief period of time, there was no reason for his disciples to be in the habit of fasting. They were already in direct, immediate conversation with him. Once that period of time was over, fasting resumed its usefulness. Although God's Spirit provides us with a direct connection to Jesus Christ and God the Father, Fasting is still an important tool for humbling ourselves and requesting help from our Creator. How long should I fast? The Bible records fasts with a wide variety of durations, stretching from a single night to 40 continuous days. The Day of Atonement requires us to fast for 24 hours from sunset to sunset on a specific day of the year, and this is the only fixed guideline on the length of our fasts. It is possible to fast for a shorter period of time, but it helps to decide in advance how long your fast will last. Without a clear end time in mind, it can be tempting to end our fasts as soon as we get hungry, but that defeats the point. Evening, or sunset, was a common cutoff point for biblical fasts, and that may be an option that works for you as well. How often should I fast? The Bible doesn't tell us much about how frequent fasting should be in our lives. The only commanded fast in the Bible comes once a year on the Day of Atonement but the biblical record shows us that the Jewish people began adding other yearly fasts to their calendar. See Zechariah 8 verse 19. By the first century, Jesus portrayed the religious leaders as fasting twice a week, Luke 18 verse 12. But he also called out those same leaders as hypocrites because they fasted for the purpose of looking righteous. So with the Day of Atonement as our bare minimum and the Jewish leaders as our example of excess, we end up with a pretty broad range. We should probably be fasting more than once a year, but probably less than twice a week. That doesn't tell us much, but it also tells us a lot. The fact that God doesn't prescribe any other fasts throughout the year tells us that fasting is a tool designed to be used whenever we find ourselves in need of it. You don't need to feel pressured to fast as often or as long as anyone else. Fast when you feel the need to be closer to God, and then use those fasts as opportunities to incorporate prayer, study, and meditation. What if I have a medical condition requiring me to eat or drink? There are many medical conditions that either require regular medication or else make it dangerous to go for extended periods of time without food and water. 
Not eating for extended periods can be dangerous for those with diabetes, for example, while going without water for too long can induce early labor in pregnant women. In situations like these, it can be difficult to know the right thing to do. We recommend praying for guidance in your specific situation, and also consulting a medical professional about it. While God is capable of performing miracles to physically help you through a fast, we also don't believe He requires you to push yourself beyond your physical limits as an act of faith while fasting. If fasting is dangerous or even life-threatening for you because of a current medical condition, consider fasting to the extent you're able, whether that means fasting for a shorter duration, drinking a little water, or eating as little as your condition requires. What's the value of a group fast? Many times in the Bible, groups of people fasted together. A group fast is an expression of a shared desire or request. In the Bible, these were often fasts of repentance, but they were also sometimes fasts of mourning or requests for guidance. Sometimes they were limited to a specific subset of people. Sometimes they involved an entire nation. Today, ministers or church leaders might call for a congregation-wide or even church-wide fast about issues that affect or impact all of us. As members, we might also choose to fast with a small handful of others about trials and requests of a more personal nature. When we fast and pray as a group, we are communicating to God that we are all in agreement, that we're all requesting His involvement on a specific issue. That might mean seeking His forgiveness. It might mean requesting insight and direction. It might even mean asking Him to step in and change the things that we can't. Group fasting is like group prayer. We have to be careful to avoid the mindset that moving God to action is a matter of getting enough people involved. Fasting is not a tool to force God's hand, but for drawing closer to Him and asking for His help. But when we're facing issues that affect us as a group, it can sometimes make sense to fast as a group. What about fasting for health reasons? The Bible does not address fasting for health reasons. Scientists and nutritionists have discovered many health benefits to regular fasting when done in a wise and balanced way, especially in consultation with medical professionals. Studies have suggested it has a positive impact on cholesterol levels, metabolic functions, hormone secretion, insulin resistance, brain health, and even general longevity. Remember that a medical fast has an entirely different focus than a spiritual fast. If we're fasting to draw closer to God, then that's where our focus should be, not on the potential health benefits of what we're doing. Also, health-related fasting comes in many different forms. Water fasting, juice fasting, intermittent fasting, partial fasting, absolute fasting, etc. And some of those forms aren't necessarily compatible with the kind of fasting God talks about. If you'd like to fast specifically for health reasons, it's probably best to keep that kind of fast separate from your spiritually focused fasts.